Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, hey. What are you doing? I'm Paddy Power. I get that, but why are you wearing nothing but a pair of green underpants with your own name on the waistband? That's what I do. It gets people's attention. This is a radio ad. I'm the only one who can see you. Oh, oh well, this is awkward. You could have least have waxed. Sign up to Paddy Power today at paddypower.com forward slash ramble and get a free 20 quid bet once you bet a tenner. And I might even keep my clothes on. But look how flattering it is when I jump up and down. Ole, 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 ole. Please stop. Question doesn't matter. The answer's always I. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Pete's here. I'm enjoying your intros this season, Marcus. Well done. And last season. Luke. I'm not enjoying them as much. No. You are. You influenced that one and you know you did. I am. Um, And Jim. Hello. I'm fine with them. Good. (laughs) Uh, That's about that. Now, uh, Joey Barton has started studying for a philosophy degree. This won't come as a surprise to anybody who knows the man. Uh, I suppose that's prompted me to ask you, who from the world of football do you think would be a good uni lecturer, Pete? I think anybody who uh, has been in the dock... Because a lectern is very much like being in the dock for me. Mm. So any of them, Duncan Ferguson, Jan Morby. What would they? What would they? What would they teach? Have you not thought about that? Crime. <laughs> teach crime. <laughs> With Martin crime. O'Neill studying away. Sort of criminology, but from the other side. Yeah. Mm. yeah Nizar sure. Trebelsky could uh, probably make, tell you how to make gun uh, bombs and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that, yeah. which is what a lot of people sign up for uni for, yeah. of course. Yeah, that's what the university is like these days. If you read the Daily Mail, so <laughs> it does, it does fit. yeah, <laughs> even the University of Life is going that way, mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, Luke, um, Pete, that's such a short answer. So I wasn't ready, but oh. I'll, I'll have to just sort of get, get involved. Rise to the challenge. Um, a the... man who may well, by mm. the time this uh, show is released, be out of a job. Mm. Uh, Big Martin Yell. Mm. It'd be like supply teacher day, wouldn't it? Mm. Berbatov at the back having a smoke, chewing, <laughs> chewing gum, paper planes flying everywhere, elastic yeah, yeah, yeah. bands, all sorts going on. All <laughs> nothing <laughs> will get done. Nothing will get done. Is that I, right? So, so I think Martin Yeo will be very good. Be very uh, enjoyable. Martin Yeo will be the sort of lecturer you'd want when you're going in on a hangover early in the morning, so mm. you just sit at the back. Possibly put the football ramble on, which is apparently what all <laughs> students do these days, and uh, and give it a listen while Martin Yell's boring on about. I don't know, what Dutch counterculture, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Jim? I think I'd go for, for the... I'd stay with philosophy, and I'd have Eric Cantona teaching Joey Barton. Like that. Just He could mm. just put silly sound bites in that don't really actually mean anything, and Barton could really stroke his chin and go, yeah, that's really deep, man. <laughs> I'm going to tweet highlights of this lecture. But um, I would think that was really deep the same way like a kid is with Glastonbury for the first time and smoked his first joint. Ah, oh, so deep. 
Yeah. It's really, really cool. And it, it, Barton might tweet the, the, the words postmodernism, and in his mind go, oh, yeah, I'm just talking about po- postmodernism. Not actually adding anything. But, <laughs> to the you know, he'll um, definitely do that. There's yeah. no suppose so about it. He might I, even improve his French accent as well. If it was Canton, I'd like him, of course. Um, mm. On a, on yeah. an aside from that, I'd quite like to see Adele Terrat have a go at being a PE teacher. <laughs> I'd like to see how his attitude would sort of <laughs> yeah, that's good. translate into that. Here's some cones. Yeah, just... Pff. I think give me the ball. Yeah, he, yeah, he would. Reborn he would end up training. Doing, it's he, not really a lecture, but I know what you mean. Doing Jim. everything, wouldn't he? He would be like, "Well, okay, well now we're going to climb the rope in gym. All right, fine. I'm, I'm going to go outside and take some free kicks. <laughs> <laughs> See you in an hour. Yeah. Would he? Would he start chanting at them? Tarat's too good for you. Yeah, he probably would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the kids would be really fat, but they could do a step over. Oh, oh, couldn't adjust. <laughs> couldn't adjust. Uh, Jack Warner teaching economics. He's lazy. Won me them points. No, I'll yeah. have them. Yeah. Thanks very much. Well, that, to be fair, that's the best thing about that answer, isn't yeah. it? Because it's completely in character of the man. Yeah. See what you've done, Marcus. Jim, yeah. see what you've done. There's your philosophy. Marcus, you've right siphoned those points the same way Jack Warner siphoned all that cash. <laughs> what cash? <laughs> <laughs> what points? <laughs> I would spit on you. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, right. Uh, yes, I do have the points. Points. Up yours, everybody. It's time for Premier League I talking. Thought my, I thought Martin oh. Yell was always worth the points. The same way Martin Yell can't get any points. Don't think he's going <laughs> to oh, yeah. bring them here. The same way, sort of doing an historical epic in the always gets you an Oscar. I thought like saying that... Martin Yell in this question always gets you the points. Yeah. I, feel, I feel cheated. <laughs> right, it's more vigorous than that. Um, uh, Manchester United one, West Brom two. It's happening yeah. again. Dog. Bloody hell! I tell you what, Ultrasound traffic. <laughs> Um, it's more of a shed. <laughs> Lolled Trafford. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's the kind of show it's going to be. Yeah, it really is. Um, it? It's one of those games which usually happens once every three or four years. You would get some weird anomaly. So I don't know, the planets would yeah. realign or something. Fulham beating United 2 1 at Old Trafford once. Louis Haas scoring. Right, and uh, there was a, when Middlesbrough beaten three two. I think it was a yeah. Dean Gordon scored a volley or something like. It, when, you when, get... uh, when Blackburn went there and oh no, they lost seven 0 didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> not, not a point you're trying to make. But, um, not really, but uh, <laughs> but it's valid in some other life. But uh, it, every sort of three or four years, whatever it is, you get a game at Old Trafford where it was like all free today, and you couldn't yeah. you, you couldn't understand why, but it would just kind of happen. It'd be a coupon buster, wouldn't it? Exactly, yeah. and <laughs> that was one of those games. West Brom outplayed them for bits. They had a lot of chances. United looks at sixes and sevens, but the trouble is for Manchester United, the next one of those games, I think, might be a little bit sooner than three years' time. Yeah, <laughs> mm. I agree with you. Yeah. Absolutely. So as, as we said before, it's like the spell is broken, isn't it? I almost miss Alex Ferguson, because I don't quite understand. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like, it's, it's one of those things where you like everything in its place. Mm. I mean, the Paris have thought of England winning a penalty shootout, for yeah. example. It's a bit like you, your dad always being really mean to you and, and having a go at you all the time, and you not liking him, and now your dad's not coming home anymore. Is it? Yeah, because you're like, <laughs> well, what? I don't know what to make of this now. I, I, it's better the devil you know, I think. Okay. And, and the Premier League in general is, 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 is cheaper. For, for, for not being in it. Twelve. <laughs> yeah. Twelve after I mean, half there a lot of games or there, a lot of people there, saying like could West Brom have done it again? Could it already be Moyes getting the sack? It's obviously but, ridiculous. But the thing but. is, if you take... No, that is a rule. That's an actual Premier League rule. Exactly, yeah. Yes, West no. Brom must be gutted about that because they are the standard of team you should beat, <laughs> regardless of who you are. Oh, that's disrespectful. <laughs> Tell Steve the chairman who are sacking the manager. <laughs> yeah, it's not me, mate. But <laughs> just like the, fact, right, the, the fans booed them off the field. <laughs> <laughs> 
Manchester United. Oh. Booed off at Old I, Trafford. I don't think there's a, there's a violin small enough. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to antimatter violins now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're really big. I'm not really sure. Either way, it's gone past infinity and now it's a massive fucking violin. But the, the, the physics with Pete Donaldson. It's a, it's yeah, a, there you, there's your lecturer. It's a cello. Pete Donaldson's version of physics. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if you, if you take this sort of City Villa game, a lot of, you know, a lot of people have been saying, on another day, City would have won that. Easy mm. peasy. Mm. And, and probably should have. But on another day, imagine it was wrong. West Brom would have scored three or four. Yeah, if you saw, if you saw yeah. the stats after the game, um, West Brom, as you said, played well in large patches. I mean, I think May United had a few more shots, but. In general, West Brom had their own fair share of shots. I don't think they had more corners. Malfitano mm. is having a great time. Exactly. A lovely yeah. time. I wish Newcastle had his bro- that brother. We've got the other brother. Oh, you have, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> what is it with Newcastle and brothers? Stop it. Yeah. Malfitano, yeah. <laughs> um, um, what a goal that was. Yeah, it was he, I, again, I think, I think De Gea helped him there because he, he he spread out his arms really, really quickly mm. and made him make a decision. And I've seen Schmeichel do this and Malfitano just gone. The sort of form he's in is lift. It was but it, it really, the, the, that type of finish really <laughs> was taking the piss yeah, in well, an enormous I, way. I, 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 just, I just think it's the way De Gea's playing at the moment. He's not on fire. But he's <laughs> certainly dinkable. Yeah, he's dinkable. We, is it David Steele, the ex-Man United? Uh, Eric Steele. Eric Steele. Eric Steele. Yeah. Sort of David Steele someone else completely. <laughs> that uh, that uh, De Gea would eat loads of tackles during the day and yeah. go, mm. go for sleeps three or four times a day. I was thinking, that sounds like a wicked lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that... Um, <laughs> we, we we warned about this before how Man United fans would have to start being used to supporting a normal club again mm. and people of our age are have never to, experienced that no, we're used to Man United being like the Death Star aren't we yeah. Yeah, everything mm. is it's, it's, it's massive every, it's always you know, mm. it's all powering all consuming but the thing is now we're seeing um, that that sort of come to pass because we've got this Alex Ferguson autobiography coming out, which is apparently going to ruffle a few feathers, which seems like weird timing. This he Eric care anymore, does he? Doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't seem to. Eric Steele. Um, Eric Steele's uh, said this thing about the hair, which is sort of going to unsettle people <coughs> to a certain extent. And David Moyes hasn't been used to. Um, everything he does been under so much scrutiny all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And if you add if you add that to the fact that their squad's probably not as good as it as it was playing mm. last season because of Ferguson. Yeah, well, he's even hinted at that himself, isn't he, saying that they're very, very unlikely to win the Champions League but it, or but it do well you, in it. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Sh- it shows you how <laughs> important Ferguson was because it's the same squad of players. And he can just, okay, a year on, there's a few people like Ferdinand, obviously a, a year makes a bit of a difference at his age. But just, it's not squeezing an extra 5%, 10%, it's an extra 15 20% Ferguson. Yeah, but do you, not, do you not think also that Man United are now going to suffer from people just not being scared of them anymore? Yeah, absolutely. It certainly feels like that now, doesn't it? But it's been a while since they scored a goal from open play as well, which is interesting. It's so un-Man United. We're so used to the sort of the free-flowing attacking football mm. that you don't even mention it as, as Man United having a style because it goes so... F- so much without saying, mm. um, and it's, it's it's strange. They look a bit laboured. They're, they're the sort of the attacking verve they were known for, and their and their sort of sort of swashbuckling intent isn't really there anymore. And the players who would who would sort of aid that, uh, who are the <clears> wire <throat> players and the, and the quick attacking players, aren't really in form or aren't really good enough. And so it's really really making them struggle for sure. And, and also, if you put in a bad performance, you're not going to get blamed for it. It's going to mm. be David Moyes. Moyes exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's exactly. going to, you know. Uh, before they had That's a manager who was beyond yeah. beyond reproach, who'd you know Indeed. been beyond reproach for such a long yeah. time, you know nobody's going to blame Alex Ferguson for the, the failings of Patrice Evra or something like that. But now, now they've got to do it. Moyes at the helm. In fact, it's even harder given that with pretty much the same squad, he won the Premier League. Yeah. So you know that that's just piles even more pressure on Moyes. Mm. I mean, it could be that Moyes becomes the full guy between 
Ferguson and the next sort of long-reigning manager. Who knows? Um, but <laughs> the West Brom were fantastic, though, were they not? And um, yeah, they're very, to their Hedos having a great old time. As Jonathan Pierce said, the new kid on the Brom block or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> so like, what is wrong with you, Jonathan? Yeah, Berahino's, um quite quite an interesting story, hasn't he? he come Berahino's, from, come yeah. from um, Burundi. Burundi originally asylum, sort of asylum in the UK, and, and has come through at West Brom and been out on loan a couple of times. He's but he played for England, I think, every level, every actually, level apart from senior. Yeah, yes, yeah, and uh, yeah, he looks a good player. I mean, and Steve Clark did say, didn't he, after the game? Look. I want people to actually say a little bit about how good we were, not just how bad we yeah. were. And we to well. be fair to West Brom, they started with in quite a sloppy way, but now they've really, really turned that around. They look to hit their stride now, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, Do you see there were newspaper reports about how Barahino's only, only earning £850 a week? Yeah. Poor sod. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but still, though, I mean, for a player who's scored the oh, winner at Old Trafford, yeah, that is very, very low. In, indeed, but he's, uh, you know, he's very, very young, isn't he? he he's, I think yeah. it's a bit of a surprise that he's kind of done so well so quickly. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, I think that's the reality of the situation, isn't it? That I um, imagine agents will be circling, yes, <laughs> <laughs> like vultures. Um, but no, I, like agents. Yeah, so yeah, vultures are a bit pissed off at that. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah but just incredible scenes at Old Trafford. Yeah. And um, do we want it to continue? I don't know. As you said, it, it's strange, isn't there's it? There's a certain amount of sort of morbid fascination with it. I yeah, have to say. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of doom and gloom around different. it. It's just something different. Isn't it, it is. It's, it is <laughs> n- nice in a way without being without too much shadow already being involved. I, th- I but, think if you, if, you, if just if you speak of just the um, the genesis of this podcast, the seven seasons, whatever it's been, the amount we've been able to hammer Man United has been very <laughs> very low. little. Yeah. So we should really be making up for lost time. And also, here. Yeah. Lot, so fuck them. <laughs> and also, a lot of the fans that you know, when I was you know eleven, twelve. You know, they were known as glory hunters. Yeah. They've never literally been glory hunters because they've always had glory. Yeah. Yeah. They've got glory possessors. So are they going to disappear? <laughs> so they, now, they're, now they're actually going to be glory hunters. They're looking for glory. They were glory custodians. Yes. Yeah. But, Pete, are you... Li- they lost the glory. Do you think they're going to disappear in their droves now, the fans? <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. They'll have like, yeah. like 15,000 old traffic. <laughs> oh, I've got six months left on my MUTV subscription. <laughs> yeah. Piss. Does anyone want to buy it? I'll eBay it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think also, mainly... <laughs> uh, needs, Moyes, what, what needs to happen now is because the main United away fans are very obviously very good, but as you just touched on earlier, if they if they lose the crowd at Old Trafford, God, that could be a real big issue because even now Arsenal seem to be playing a bit better away from home than they are at, they are at the Emirates, and that's been because a certain section of the fans have been getting on the backs of the team and not been doing well. If that happens at United, seventy five thousand every week mm. and not pulling behind, this, I'm not suggesting they will do that, but it's certainly possible. Will, well, they've started to do it, Luke. You know, it's, it's already happening. I think it will have to take a lot to to lose that that crowd. But it'll it, be a theatre of screams. <laughs> Nicely put. Yes. <laughs> would, 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 it, it, would top four, top four, be good enough for United this season? Well, this is this is the talk that's already starting to happen, isn't it? It's yeah. like there's fear that they won't finish in the top four and they'll struggle to get a Champions League place and they'll end up in the Europa League. Well, financially, that would be a disaster it's not for them. That bad, like that. Yeah, financially, it? it will be. Oh yeah, no, but I mean, at this stage, it's so early. Can we really be predicting that? Did you hear the well, terror in his voice? Jim, financially, yeah. think well, about just, it. Just thinking but you're about right, it. you're absolutely right. <laughs> it is very early to say that you're right, your point is your point is valid. I mean, we're not even a third way through the season mm. yet. So. so let's speculate about it and how funny it would be mm. if they did finish outside the top Jim, four. Jim, they're it's, currently it's, 12th. Is that good enough for Manchester United? No, <laughs> as I'm not a mathematician, but I understand it. 12th will not get them in the top four <laughs> if, it, if it stays like this. <laughs> but it's still mathematically possible that they can. Yes. Yeah. 
Just about. I think. Just I can about. say I'm not a mathematician. Just about. Um, uh, well, the, the other club in Manchester lost much to the relief, probably, of David Moyes, because mm. it perhaps took the edge off that result. Ever so slightly, maybe. Mm. But, um, but Aston Villa, uh, 3-2 winners. Um, City should have won, but they didn't. And, and Vyman with a lovely cheeky winner. Yeah. That long punt for Villa's winner was dreadful by City. <laughs> yeah, it was. And also, it makes a mockery of Paul Lambert saying that they're not a long ball team. Yeah. <laughs> recently. Mm. Um, but yeah, saying- I love the way Vyman Vyman, uh, rather, he could see it was going in. A lot of people mm-hmm. would carry on going, mm-hmm. just make sure, nah, going to yeah, start yeah, celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave Lovely. that one for the defender to think he can still get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great result for Villa, though, wasn't it? It really, it really was. Yeah. You think they've beaten Arsenal away at Man City at home now? It's, it's, yeah, it's a pretty decent start of the season for the them. Season, the season in general has been great. I mean, no, there's already no one unbeaten, which is brilliant. Mm. It looks very open. Yes, yeah. no, Everton haven't lost yet. As I'm not recording. They're playing oh, okay. tonight, but they haven't lost. That's oh. it, yeah. I stand corrected. Have they conceded a goal at home as well? Who, Everton? Everton. Don't know. I imagine Everton will lose over the course of the season. I agree with you. <laughs> but not to Man United. Remains to be seen. <laughs> Some things you shouldn't speculate yeah. on, Jim. Yeah. Um, but City, I mean, that's two games they've lost against a newly promoted side and, then, and, and Villa, who have dropped a few points here and there already this season. But yet you don't worry about them. Like one would worry it, about Manchester it would, United. It would be crazy if it would be absolutely crazy if, in the space of one season, almost a whole natural order of things changes. So mm. I know it's very early to say, but it's worth talking about. If, if you had a top three of say Arsenal, Liverpool, and Tottenham, as oh, it, is, it would be remarkable. I mean, that would be crazy, wouldn't it? I mm. mean, I, I, I think in reality, Chelsea, and Man City will still be up there. Yeah, but you could have two, possibly two new. Uh, infiltrators of the top four in the shape of Liverpool and Spurs. That'd be really interesting. On yeah. what we've seen so far, though, it does seem that. Um, you know, Chelsea and City are way more likely than United to do that. And even Spurs, I think. Oh, absolutely. I think Spurs will be up there. I mean, Spurs were... Um, <laughs> Spurs even are, Crystal um, Palace. Spurs, <laughs> Spurs are second first now, aren't they? But they were joint top a little while ago, as yeah, they, they, as they kept saying. Well, Liverpool are breaking up that uh, North London duopoly. Yeah, they are. Quite nicely. Mm. Uh, but uh, speaking of which, Spurs drew one all at home with Chelsea. Sigurdsson's having a lovely old time yeah. of late. Mm. Uh, but Matter came on and changed the game, and Big J Tizzle got the equaliser. Yeah, that was nice for everyone to see. That's a goal for all of football, that. <laughs> <laughs> is, that is it a bit annoying to see... Living rooms up and down the country. <laughs> mm. that. Was, it, was it a bit annoying to see Matter come on um, and just show everybody, especially yeah. Mourinho, what the player he is, and, and put a little bit of extra effort in, and then send a beautiful ball into the box, and Big J T's head is just uh, in the back of the On the neck. Terry thing, uh, Pete, have Newcastle signed Terry's more racist? brother what do you mean well because they always so you said they signed the, the rubbish yeah <laughs> Paul Terry oh yeah <laughs> yeah they got Paul Terry he's got the, the mam which, which, <laughs> yeah. which one I was getting trouble is it the mam or the dad both, all of them they're both yeah they're both aren't they yeah does Paul that. Ross what present a... Newcastle TV <laughs> <laughs> what, what a lovely family oh, excellent um, but yeah Matter Matter was really I thought Matter was well, had a bit of a sort of rubbish time of it against Swindon midweek so it was yeah. good to see him get a chance he has had this confidence ripped away from him to a certain extent yeah, but quite publicly and mm. deliberately. I know. Like, it's it? really well, weird. Seen, this afternoon, Jose Mourinho walked out of a press conference, the uh, Champions League press conference. Because he was, he was asked he was about, asked it, about yeah. one matter and using players that, uh, or not using players that cost a lot of money, etc. Et I, I don't know. I think whoever's controlling the Mourinho robot on Football Manager just clicked the wrong button there. That's probably why that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it is surprising, isn't it? If Mourinho leaves him out of the squad, which he did... It's enough of a statement, and if journalists keep badgering, if we can just say, look, it was a tactical thing, blah, 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 just shut up, and, and you can avoid those kind of questions. Mm. I mean, Ferguson's done it before and, and whatnot. But it is strange to, to make it pretty public to yeah. one of their... One of their best players. And also, it's the sort of thing that didn't really um, cover him in success at Real. 
to a certain extent. You know yeah, well, I mean, I mean you, couldn't, you couldn't legitimately say that his time at Real was an un- unmitigated success. Well, look, no. how, look at Casillas. You know, yeah. do, was his reign any better for doing that to Casillas? Probably not. But he's still, he's still Casillas is still not in the team. Right? <laughs> 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 but, I, but I know what you're saying. He was very publicly sort of going, nah. Oh, of course, yeah. He's, what he's done is he's, he's done... It's quite as transparent what he does. He tries to sort of stamp his authority down on the dressing room, and he'll do that by out big dicking the a big personality or a big player. Mm. Casillas was obviously a very dominant force in the dressing mm-hmm. room, and Matters obviously you know was their best player last season. So that's why he's done it this season. He wants to do it his own way, doesn't he? Yeah. I think it's a very sort of destructive way of doing things, and it can blow up in your face if you're not careful. Well, uh, you know, we've talked about Jose Mourinho and likened him to. Um, Early Brian Clough and Bella Gutman, of course. And if you haven't, if you don't know Bella Gutman, do get on the website and listen to his profile on the DU Medals Hall of Fame. They're still there. But it, it's that kind of you, you go to a club for two or three years or whatever, you ruffle all the feathers possible, and you win a bit of stuff, and then whoop, you're off before mm. everyone goes, hang on a minute, this yeah. guy's a bit of a knob. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Mourinho, the only place, the only club really where he could have longevity and, and do something like Ferguson mm. was doing because there's all that talk that, that Mourinho was on the phone saying I want the United job come on me 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 mm. and obviously it would be, it'd been sorted out ages ago with, with David Moyes and whatnot. and I don't think they would have probably gone for Mourinho the only chance he has of this it realistically is at Chelsea where he's absolutely loved and he has previous success so if he starts that whole yeah. funny business again then his chance of, you know, maybe legacy or whatever, is, is going to diminish. Yeah. And he's not it, one for bringing youth players in as well. Mm. I think the impatience of Roman Abramovich knows no bounds as well. Just because he's won stuff at Chelsea before, I don't think that will help him more than any other manager. I yeah. really don't. No, Because they fell yeah. out before for obviously good reason. And these, and these journalists are the same journalists who baked him a cake last, when, when he rejoined the Premier League, so, you know. Yeah. He prefers an omelette. So though, I, think, I think they'll all be prefers between the sides going, stop upsetting <laughs> Jose. I thought I thought the Torres thing was interesting during the Spurs game because yeah, he yeah that's a, right. Yeah, seems to be a real mission to get himself sent off. Mm. And whilst his second yellow card was quite harsh, he shouldn't be on the pitch anyway. And to me, his head just seems all over the place. I mean, he forced his way back into the team by playing well midweek, and he manages to force himself ahead of Eto. Well, Eto he managed to force his fingers into a man's eyes. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> but now he's going to be suspended, and so yeah. he's, he's going to be out the team again. Well, maybe it's just all the Spanish players are you know trying to get themselves sent off in protest at one matter's treatment. Well, I free, when he got sent off, did he have like a free matter T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. That'd be great. Yeah, uh, I can only speculate and, we'll and never, say yes. And we'll never know. But I, I, I think Mourinho probably has fired Torres up to try and get him um, back to his best or something like that. So I wouldn't be surprised there. And, and Spurs uh, are doing very well. We've talked a lot about Chelsea mm, there. Yeah. Really um, thing, robust Tottenham at the moment. Yeah, and, they, and they're playing fantastic stuff. And also, just to say about John Terry, to give him a bit of credit, I think he's the, the highest goal-scoring defender in the Premier League. Incorrect. In David Unsworth, I think. Is that right? Yeah, I think he's Unsworth a few behind penalties, Unsworth. Though, didn't he? Yeah, Unsworth Maybe that's pens. been yeah. factored in. Oh, is that? Yeah. Oh, OK, on the little thing on BT Sport. Maybe there was something. Maybe on open play or something like that. I don't know. Yes. He scored a lot of goals it's for defenders. He's got 33 Premier League goals, which is good for a defender. That's amazing. It's very good. Don't watch BT Sport. Not me either, actually. No, no, no. It was allegedly a stream. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Swansea won, Arsenal two. Arsenal, top of the league. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, all our Germans <laughs> are scoring, except Ozil. Gnabry, um, yeah. It's, it's great, yeah, lovely. Gnabry played so well. He played 120 minutes in midweek in the Capital One Cup. So He looked exhausted at the end of it, as it, we said in that show. Is he the player... <laughs> could he become the player that... We all hope Walcott and Oxlade Chamberlain might become. Oh, who? Well, who knows? But he's certainly of that mould, isn't he? He's very direct, but he's a, he's more like Oxlade Chamberlain than Walcott in that he's very. 
powerful, okay. quite a stocky young player. And, uh, you know, it's his third game in a week. He's very, very young. It's yeah. like, apparently he's streets ahead in the, uh, in the youth team, as we discussed before. Oh, it looks like it. Um, like, absolutely. Just He knows he's sort of like the best player in the youth team, apparently. It's this stuff I've read. Uh, Ask Blog have a lot of very in-depth stuff on Arsenal's youth setup, and they've written about that before. And it looks as if he's kind of adapting to the, to the bigger stage and getting his head around it a bit, because he was a lot more direct in this game. Mm. And it took his goal really well, played very well. And Ramsey as well, just unreal. The, 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 the second goal was, uh, was just reminiscent of, of Arsenal's classic teams, just some of the best football we've seen from them. It's brilliant to see them linking up like that at the moment. You get the impression as well there's, there's still more to come from Arsenal because we're seeing flashes of this kind of stuff. But the first half against Swansea in particular was, was just nothing, really. Very, very sort of cagey, cancelled each other out a little bit. I thought but, it took them a while to sort of work them out a bit. And mm. then when they did, they showed their quality. But I, I was going to ask you, actually, as an Arsenal fan, if you think that Arteta will be brought back in ahead of Flamini. I don't think he will. I, I think they'll be rotated, to be honest, because Arteta's 31, so to get the best out of him consistently, you're going to need to rotate him. Flamini's done so well, though, hasn't he? Yeah. And he's more robust than Arteta, isn't <laughs> Absolutely. he? Absolutely. I mean, but it, it was a huge deal when Flamini left. We've lost so many important players since that, that that's been forgotten a little bit. He and yeah. Fabregas formed such a sort of you know, good partnership in the middle, and it's such a great sort of coup to have him back, really. Yeah, because as a signing, he sort of disappeared under the radar. Absolutely, came in on a free. When he was just he was he only came in on a free because he was just hanging about the place anyway, training. <laughs> it's, it's great. Really happy to have him back. Um, a little word on Swansea. I love Davis' goal. Um, a thigh. Don't yeah. see any of them. Th- but it was the ball in from from Boney, was it? Mm. Yeah, just flicked beautifully over the defence. Do, do you think Boney a and... flick and a thigh? There you go. You don't see many of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, do you think Boney and um, and Michi don't get on that well? Because I saw Boney every... and M. Yeah, Boney M. <laughs> I, I've seen. Um, <laughs> I've seen um, when I saw them play together a while back. Every time Boney sort of did something, can... is it Boney or Bonnie? I think it's Boney. Boney. I thought it was Boney. Let's say Boney, so the Boney M thing works. Yeah. Lies over the. Thanks, right. Every time Boney does something, um, Michu sort of like was like shaking his head and sort of getting really frustrated. So I wondered whether there was a bit of an animosity between very pub- them. Very public. Yeah. yeah maybe <laughs> there is, because Boney's obviously the man right up top, and mm. Michu last season had a great time, and perhaps maybe some of the runs he goes to make, Boney's in mm. those positions already mm. or whatever. Do you, does any of you guys know that he um, actually only cost £2 million, pounds, Michu? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not been mm. mentioned much in the, uh, in the press. So. <laughs> mm. Is it... A, Real Oviedo, some link there. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Flipping Fulham, they're yes. gonna get, they're gonna get relegated. Playing like this way, <laughs> Martin Yell's gonna be off if he's not careful. Really Martin Yell described the wonder goal as awesome and awful. Is that right? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Cardiff went one up, and Brian Ruiz with a lovely one. Yeah, yeah it was Bergkamp esque, wasn't it? Yeah. Everything about it, his body shape and everything, just brilliant. Look Beautiful at the talent goal. in that Fulham side. They just they can't. Put it just all coasting together. through. Martin Yell's such a nice, positive guy. He's probably he's probably watching the football league show, thinking, "Oh, the championship looks like a like, like a national league." Martin Yell <laughs> managing Could have some fun down there, managing <laughs> Fulham with their supporters. I mean, it's you yeah. can't get it's too any, nice. Yeah, but now the I think the Fulham supporters are starting to turn on him a bit now. I've read a few bits and pieces in a really polite way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think you know when you're in a situation where, that they are where you can't get any points away from home, mm. and even when you're at home, you need to score sort of two or three to even get a point mm. or a win. It's not a great formula. They're, they're going to be, if, if Martin Yole goes, the manager who comes in is going to have a hell of a job trying to balance that team mm. because they've got so, they're so top-heavy. They've got no, no sort of coherence or cohesiveness to their, to their side. Um, admittedly, the goalkeeper's injured, but Stockdale's not a bad keeper. Stockdale's a decent keeper. Yeah. He couldn't stop much as one, could he? Well, no one would have stopped that. That was <laughs> a good shoot, Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. What, what annoyed... much chance of stopping that. Like it. Um, what I didn't like about that was much's celebration 
He did one of those celebrations where he scored, and then he sort of runs and starts doing that signal to just calm down, calm down. And the the players go over to celebrate him. He's like, no, no, just back off a bit. And I'm like, mate, that's that'll be the best moment of your career. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You should be diving into the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it won't be. Well, no, it might be that he's trying to get them to keep their heads because it's late on in the game. They don't want to concede a sloppy equaliser. (laughs) Be fair to them, man. No, I bloody won't be. (laughs) Um, And uh, what else we got? Uh, Liverpool one three one. Suarez is back in a prem. Got a brace with a double bang. Mm. Got a brace. Suarez and Suarez look great together, don't they? They do. I didn't think I didn't think Suarez were too bad. It's a new SAS. It is. It really is. Suarez and Suarez. I mean, they're gonna, you're going to go some to get a better partnership than them if they can both stay fit. Mm. But I didn't think Suarez were too bad. I, no, thought, they I thought Liverpool mm. struggled a little bit here and there, and it was only because the quality of their strikers that they actually came out. Of the last, game. the last goal was uh, John, John Henderson. I think it was pulling um, pulling the defender away so that yeah. um, Suarez had a little bit of room. Yes. But, it, but, you know, obviously no one will remember that because obviously it was Lewis Suarez doing the scoring and he took his shirt off and revealed the T-shirt saying something. What, yeah. what did it say, Pete? What I think it, I thought it said, I thought it said um, uh, welcome back, welcome back, Lewis Suarez, but it wasn't, it was about his kid. Did it say yeah. my teeth were offside? Yes, they were. <laughs> um, I mean, Daniel Sturridge, got to say, he's got a hell of a left arm on him, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he it, was nice to, really it was nice for him, cracking finisher with that. for him and manager to admit that it was a handball. Yeah. And they were both like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. But, yeah. Yeah, but do you think they would have admitted that during the game if the referee said, was <laughs> it a handball or not? Well, that's not, but that doesn't dictate the, the rules of the, of the, of the way the That would be an amazing rule, wouldn't it? Anything <laughs> contentious, the referee has to ask the player, well, and if yeah, they're yeah, dishonest, but, they get punished. Yeah, That'd be brilliant. Yeah, but they yeah. talked about that, didn't they? In, uh, was it diving, Germany about diving? diving yeah. yeah, we talked about that. If the, the, the referee says to the player, did you dive? And if the player says no, your penalty is given. But if he, uh, if he says, uh, yes, I did dive, then there's no punishment, no yellow card, nothing's given, admire your honesty. But if it's, it's deemed later that he dived, then there's, there's big punishment mm. later. And didn't it also happen to Hamble were closer for Lazio? Did the referee yeah, asked him if he had ball at least. And he said yes. yes. And he Robbie Fowler? Robbie Fowler. Well, he, he told the referee that time at, yeah. at Highbury. Um, I was going to say that um, there were periods of that game which I watched between Liverpool, Sunderland and Liverpool where Liverpool were 2-1 up and Sunderland really turned the screw. They, they were mm. pretty close to equalising. And um, they look a different side without the Canyon there now. They, they, <laughs> I, I think, uh, I'm not sure we'll be touching it on the capital. They don't tend to like, shiver as much, do they? No, it's they're in... always looking over their shoulder all the time. That's, that's <laughs> a sign of a bad manager when you leave and it's an instant impact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a new manager coming in giving yeah, you a lift, that's it's right, an old yeah. one being gone. Yeah. <laughs> never, never put Seb Larson on the line, though. Awful. Yeah, yeah. The, the, play, the, the players just must be thinking, oh, yeah. this is great, I'm sleeping at night, I'm eating properly. <laughs> You know, I'm not my hair's t- not falling out. I'm not getting thrown in text messages at 2am. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no one's listing my flaws on a constant basis. No. <laughs> That's right, telling the media in the press. about them. Um, all right, well, that uh, rounds up the Premier League. Uh, oh, the, I was just going to say, oh. you're not putting the running order, and I deserve a mention. Go on. Hull City are going great guns. Oh, they mm. are. Seventh. Controversial penalty to, to knock to knock a goal past uh, West Ham and win. Mm, but, yeah. I mean, Huddleston was excellent again. Well, yeah. i tell you what, if, if, if Moyes does go... Then Steve Bruce, <laughs> he's not doing himself any harm. Stevie Bruce, if he dances dance, all the dance way to Old Trafford, hey, yeah. come on, Pulis is out of the job. Yeah, <laughs> I won't I thought, I uh, say the obvious one. I thought Norwich were uh, very good in the first ten as well. It was an important win for Chris Hewton as well. Oh, he's yeah. under so much pressure. Mm. He's in a lot of trouble. Uh-huh. Well, they're all in the running for the uh, Manchester United <laughs> job. Um, <laughs> in the Championship, uh, Nottingham Forest beat Derby County one 0 Nigel Clough has been sacked, and mm. uh, Steve McLaren is oh, expected God. to be announced as club successor. He has been announced. Oh God, working his yeah. way up. I mean, there, and there's another name that I might throw in the Manchester United but, ring. Like, what, that, what, Steve McLaren now goes into Brian Clough's shoes and managing both those teams. Did yeah. any- 
everybody see how bad he was at Forest? <laughs> it's not even a national call. Just ring him. Did, it's, 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 almost, it's, did it's almost <laughs> like it's almost like there's been like a, a bet between the two clubs that no one else knows about. Where whoever won that game got to sack the manager of the other team and then choose who they could install. <laughs> um, he was good at twenty. Not the second time around he was. 20 years old. <laughs> he was, uh, he was um, his, his record at Forest, he had, I think he was in charge for like 13 league games. That's the same as the Canio, yeah. pretty much, isn't it? But why have mm. Nigel Clough at your club for such a long time and then got like, you know, three or four games of the season and gone, nah, let's leave it. Yeah, yeah it's an odd one. one. They've got 11 points. You know, it's not a massive disaster. Yeah. And I understand the idea of being upperly mobile, but it's just putting Steve McLaren in. I mean... It, they couldn't defend. They can't defend dead balls. That's their problem, Derby County this season. Is it going to get any better under bloody Steve McLaren? Is well, he doctor organised? <laughs> Pete, what is going to get better under Steve McLaren? Do you think? Uh, Brawlies. Yeah. Well, Rain prevention. The thing is, McLaren, as we've said before, <laughs> you look at his CV. He's a fantastic coach. Yeah. But is he? Is he managerial? So maybe they could have drafted him in to help out Nigel Clough, perhaps, instead. <laughs> well, I mean, well, he's, obviously at QPR, there's well, something I, I going the, well there. Um, I watched the Forest Derby game. It was a really good game, pretty intense. Um, uh, Derby had a player sent off, obviously, for two bookings. But I was just going to say, if you've, if you've not had a chance to see Forest much this season, the amount of quality they've got on their mm. team, they've got to be making an impression on that division mm. this year. The, the, the forward players I've got, I've got them here. Um, for the championship, they've got Darius Henderson, mm. uh, Jamie Mackey, Ishmael Miller... Uh, Marcus Turgoy, Dexter Blackstock, Matt Barbershaw and mm. Simon Cox, all really good at that level. Mm. Yeah. And they only managed to score one goal. <laughs> Indeed. In Despite playing seven strikers. Yeah. Um, uh, what about the young lad Hughes, is it, for Derby? Yeah, he, he had a good game. Will Hughes is a good player. He's got a yeah. lot of potential. Only 18. I know, I know. Strongly linked with Liverpool, isn't he? Yeah, I, th- I think that, um, I'm not sure what his contract situation is, um, but he's obviously he's honestly really highly rated. It, it seems to be on everyone's radar. Um, he played played well last season as well. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Uh, elsewhere in the championship, um, that was in, mentioned QPR. They're flying high. They've lost the game high. yet, have they? Top of the league. Mm. Mm. It, was a, it was a great um, passage of play where they um, notched like thirty three passes, and they were really quite nice, intricate passes as well. They played some Barton, lovely football. BSE, mm. <laughs> it, it does just go to score. show. It, it does just go to show you that um, having a squad of a hundred. <laughs> Top flight quality players <laughs> does really make for a difference in the championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you big meanie. Uh, Leicester beat Barnsley 2 0. A brace from the Nuge keeps Leicester three points off the top. Mm. Good stuff. Uh, and uh, in, in the uh, a feisty one, Millwall beat Leeds 2 0. It's a good win for the Lions, and they needed Is Millwall. They needed that. Uh, 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 is Steve Lomas winning over the Millwall faithful? That's what I Well, a win like, against a, a, a side who they've. Um, Clashed with in the past, yeah. so to speak. Doesn't that just count as any side? Didn't <laughs> <laughs> they've got a particularly bit, a big bit of beef with Leeds? A big bit of top side. <laughs> <laughs> big bit of turf. Great um, performance for uh, Sam Vaux for uh, Burnley as well, too. Yeah. Really, really good goals. Mm. Glorious volley. Mm. Glorious. Glorious. Also, uh, going back to the Forest Derby game, uh, the, the penalty save by the Derby goalkeeper. Mm. Uh, one of the best penalty saves I've ever seen. It was Absolutely really brilliant. Mm. Really Just, it was a perfect penalty right in the bottom right corner, but he got such a big hand on it. it made was, a really good save later in the game as well. It was a perfect penalty, Jim, but it was met by the perfect save. Damn right. <laughs> mm. But Burnley, you're right, Pete. Burnley are going really well up in second, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have a big chance 3 0. Um, Typical uh, championship, though. It's like nine points separating um, 16th and 2nd. Yeah. It's all, another it's all exciting going season. Mm-hmm. All going uh, in League One, Lake Norian uh, dropped points for the first time this season. The Mighty Slade O's. out, Slade out, Slade <laughs> out, Slade out. 25 points from possible 27. Wow, they were 1 0 up and a man up in that game and they drew 1 0. Not and good enough. Yeah, it's quite weird. They've been yeah. going so well. Um, Slade used to be a uh, school teacher, I think. Did he? 
I think so, yeah. Mm. Well done, him. Uh, and Peterborough and Wolves both on, on 22 points, one at the weekend. So um, uh, League One's looking uh, pretty exciting at the top. A mm. uh, little uh, nod to the conference as well, an Edgar Davids and Barnet update. <laughs> we only mentioned the conference when Edgar Davids is playing in it. Yeah. Let's <laughs> call it what it is. It's an Edgar Davids update. Well, no, because <laughs> Let's I was, have a little nod to Edgar Davids. Well, no, because I was going to say Cambridge United are, are top by five points and they're, they're leading the way quite handsomely. So well done, Cambridge. Mm. But I guess and, it is, not. and it is a beautiful city as well. Do you fear for Hyde FC? this season Mark? oh my goodness I always fear for them <laughs> yeah, um, six points point adrift they keep getting game. a good hiding Luke they do yeah. Um, but anyway, back to Barnet. That's what we're here for. Um, <laughs> they are on 19 Your points. Barnet. <laughs> um, uh, 19 points after 12 matches in, in the conference. Uh, two points off the playoffs. So, not terrible, not too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, David's made his first appearance this season at the weekend. He's wearing the number one on his back. Unbelievable. <laughs> It's not the worst thing about it, though, is it? No, it it? isn't, because apparently he makes his players call him Mr. on the pitch. So is that just Mr. or presumably Mr. Davids? No, I don't don't think that's that bad, and I know why he does it. Go on. Because he's spent a lot of his time in Italy, where all the coaches are known as Mr. Mm. It's like Gaffer. So he's probably grown up calling his managers Mr. when he was in Italy, possibly in Holland Yeah, but he should tap into the... The local, the local culture. But I'll just say yeah. it's not as outrageously big. No, time. but if, if those players are, are embarrassed by that, which I imagine they probably are, then that is a negative thing. Isn't yeah. It? But wasn't that the opposition player that noted that? Rather, yeah, rather absolutely. Than but still, yeah, you but know, they're still all happening be... though. What What I like about that is that's not even the most embarrassing thing. He he's not even on the payroll. He's not even getting paid, obviously, because they got relegated and he you know he agreed to not be on the payroll. And he's still got the number one shirt. And he's still getting called Mr. Surely cares and he, about. And he won't go to like matches above a certain part of the country. He, w- he wouldn't travel to Gateshead. He was at the Playboy Mansion uh, instead of uh, attending a couple of the football matches. Again, I don't, season. again I'm not, I don't have any problem with any of this. <laughs> <laughs> he won't travel north. Yeah. Yeah, I think he got to Nuneaton on it during a match. Where was he going? his contract. East, East Midlands, that's as far it, as he... In his contract. cross Bust. In his contract, there's a, there's a map of the United Kingdom. There's a line across it. Yeah, a, yeah, a radius of Well, maybe, maybe he's just going to try and get them relegated to the, to the Ryman Southern Conference, League Conference or something. South. Conference South. Conference South. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, thinking in old money. Like, where's your manager up at Gateshead? Oh, he's at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fair Didn't enough. fancy it. <laughs> Outrageous. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, but we're going to travel north to Scotland very briefly. Um, Never yeah, heard of it. Inverness, Cali, they're still top of the league. Still top of the league. Um, uh, there was a game at Fir Park uh, on the weekend, obviously, um, Motherwell and, uh, and Ross County. Uh, some people thought it shouldn't have gone ahead. One person. Uh, in particular, Jim, um, <laughs> Tam Cowan. Um, let me just read you the, uh, the, the headline of this article. Fir Park should have been torched after it hosted women's football. Do yeah, it in his is, accent. Tam Cowan is a, uh, a writer for the Daily Record, if you've not heard of him. <laughs> Was. <laughs> <laughs> he has literally lost his job. Um, if I if I had my way, today's Premiership fixture between Motherwell and Ross County would have been cancelled. Um, the Fir Park should have been torched on Thursday in order to cleanse the stadium after it played host to women's football. Well, I'd only need to add an E to the end of the name of it, I suppose. Fire Park. <laughs> like what you've like done there. Yeah. Well, You're not me. really listening to what I'm saying, no. Peter. Yeah, I really am. With your silly... Um, other pieces of the article state, admittedly, I've not seen a lot of women's football, <laughs> just a few little snatches. A uh, little joke uh, there. Yeah, little yeah. joke. Well, they can... The, the whole joke. thing is just a wave of misogynistic dad it's jokes. It's horrendous. <laughs> what, I never get tired of like men in positions of power just spouting medieval 
hogwash and but, basically sort of saying, "I'm just telling it like it is." Yeah, but he's also like, said that he, he's also <laughs> said that he was joking, and it's not to be taken seriously. It's like we can see that yeah. it's still terrible. <laughs> you, admit, you don't know what irony is if this is how you think it's supposed to be used. Oh, and the weekend, well, you know, Liverpool win the you know the, the league, mm. and you know there's fairly major like women's competitions happening all mm-hmm. around the world, and, he goes, and it's nah. growing really rapidly as well. <laughs> Just, However much you might hate the goalkeepers, the, Pete. Yeah. Just <laughs> the other week, I bumped into a couple of women footballers in brackets. I've still got the bruises to prove it. And they were honestly two of the nicest blokes I've ever met. Yeah, it's what just, a, just stop writing out, Marcus. There's loads more. We all, we all know. No, I want everybody more. to get in the hate campaign. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it sounds like, like they have, according to his grovelling apology that wasn't really an apology. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, he's been taken off the air because he's a, he's a radio dinosaur. DJ was a, yeah. <laughs> you can't have dinosaurs on radio. No. no. Literally and famously uh, extinct. Yeah, they um, wouldn't understand broadcasting. Absolutely <laughs> shocking. So yeah, I just wanted to make people aware of, yeah. of what a knob that man is. <laughs> um, so let's get out of Scotland and and, and go to Spain, uh, where we go to La Liga and, and Real Madrid. They lost one nil at home to Atletico Madrid. Yeah, Diego again, Costa. technically speaking, because the cup was played at the Bernabeu. Atletico having a wonderful time. Atletico were good value for that win. They were. Well. Yeah. The last time I think they Real Madrid lost, I think John Toshak was in one of the dugouts. Oh, there you go. Well, in the, the, in the Madrid derby mm. in the league, yeah. Well, wow, Dale well, couldn't make a difference. Diego Costa was excellent. He led the line mm. really well, didn't he? I like Diego Costa. He's a, he's a sneaky sod. He's just, <laughs> yeah. he's just got like those, all those tricky, sneaky little things about his game. It's entertaining. Should he play up front for Brazil, do you think? Because he never gets that much of a, a mention around the national side. I mean, the Confed Cup, I don't think... I can't really remember, but I remember Fred getting a start mm. and so on. I mean, surely he must be in the running. Perhaps. You'd think so after that performance. Is he killing mm. enough lions, though? <laughs> um, I mean, still... Fred said he'd kill a lion every day to be in the Brazil squad. <laughs> exactly, he's not <laughs> showing that sort of commitment, has he? <laughs> but Diego Costa's still, still got a lot, lot of his uh, sort of football in front of him. He's only 24, so, yeah. I mean, he, he could eventually... He won't mind point. missing the World Cup in Brazil. Is, is <laughs> <what you're saying>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no worry about it. No, I'm only I've got loads of World Cup. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there'll be another one in Brazil during my career. <laughs> One thing I would say about that Costa though is that he's not really massively prolific, and so and so if he, if you're gonna if you want someone, I mean Brazil aren't exactly short of of players who can create chances and do all those sort of bits and pieces, and maybe they feel Fred is just much better at finishing those sort of chances off and stuff. You know? Yeah, his Costa no, he doesn't score that many goals. I mean mm. he was great against Real Madrid, but he's, is, he's not prolific. That is that is true. Um, and elsewhere in Spain, Barcelona beat Almeria 2 0, setting a club record seventh straight win at the start of the season. I feel like that shouldn't have been a record. No. Seven wins that... in a row is not that many for that Barcelona. No, it's from team. the start of the season, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like Norin have done it. Yeah, they have. Parameters. Yeah. They're just making these records up now. Yeah. You, can, you, can't, you just not... can't be bothered to check that they're even records. There's yeah, too many. Fine. But it looks like Messi won't play against uh, Celtic during the, the big week. one. Hooray! They need, to avenge, they need to avenge their last, uh, their last <laughs> yeah, game there. That's it. They need to cleanse Celtic Park. Of, <laughs> oh, whatever, I don't know. Um, uh, and it's a quick mention of the Bundesliga, I think. There's only one point separates the top three in Germany, with, with Dortmund and, and Bayern on 19, Leverkusen on 18. I've, uh, got, I've, I've got a Bundesliga <laughs> fact bomb for you. Yeah, please. I think it's a fact, anyway. That's good. There's not been a single nil-nil in the Bundesliga this season yet. Wow. Oh. A lovely old job. Well, with Sydney Sam on target again. Yeah. There's not going to be one, eh? <laughs> Sydney, Leverkusen too. If Sydney yeah. Sam could play in every game at the same time in the league every week, there would never be nil-nil. No, my giddy aunt. Yeah. Uh, what a wonderful thought. Um, so, yeah, Bundesliga's going, going well. The three Bs are, are flying high. And, and uh, Lewandowski um, scoring a... Oh, God, a pair of beauties. <laughs> but he's he's going to be going to Bayern. Yeah. Well, well, I've got bad news for Bayern, because uh, according to... You've goal, bought him. According to goal.com, 
Uh, club loyalty, 5.0. If they, give them, they give them scores for like different stats and stuff that mm-hmm. they've just made up, pulled out their arse. Okay. Creativity, 6 out of 10. Diving, 4 out of 10. Fear factor, only 4.5, guys. So uh, Fear factor. Probably don't bother us. buying. I'd, I'd probably just... You know, you, give... just, you know, check the small print in the contract. You do not want to play with 4.5 Fear Factor. What, well, can you give an example of who Goal.com would give a 10 out of 10 for Fear Factor? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Medell? No Gary Medell, maybe, yeah. But Leverkusen with Sidney <laughs> Sam at the, at the, uh, at the Vanguard uh, are actually keeping up with Munich and Dortmund. They they're, they're like one point off the top or something. So That's right. Killer Instinct can, 6. Hang around. That's right, that's right. Uh, um, durability. Uh, to finish off. Who's that for? Durability. He's got a 5.5 for durability. Lewandowski still? Yeah. Um, uh, to finish you know, off, uh, Gabby Logan's a non-executive director of uh, a company that owns Goal.com. So there right? you go. That, I've Blame been on the, Gabby. I've been on Goal.com today, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> Finished? Uh, yeah. To finish off the main part of the show, we're going to talk about Kevin Walker, the Swedish footballing pop idol sensation. Get yourselves over to the Ramble in mm. the latest section because you'll find the video of him singing on Pop Idol magnificently. He plays for GIF Sundsvall in the Swedish second division. Does a bit of singing on the side and he appeared on Sweden's uh, version of X Factor. Magnificent voice. Beautiful voice. He's also Irish Swedish, isn't he? That's why he's called Kevin Walker. Yeah, it's not a very Swedish name, is it? But he looks Swedish. Yeah, he does. Very, very handsome. He is a handsome fellow, yeah. Mm. Uh, but this is quite funny. Um, uh, uh, their version of X Factor, I think it's called Idol, is on TV4, which is a, obviously a Swedish TV company. And they own the rights to the uh, second division Swedish games. So when there was um, a, a match that uh, Walker was going to be playing in. But, of course, um, the, the X Factor thing was going to happen. He, there was a bit of a conflict of interest. Um, uh, what ended up happening was the TV company asked the uh, the, the head honchos in the league mm. to um, postpone the game so Kevin Walker could go on the telly and Amazing. sing. And it happened. Wow. Wow. And yeah. this wow. is a player who's actually won the All Svensk game with Icor, hasn't he? He, yes. he was playing for AOK with... Kenny Page. Well, I wondered that. Yeah, he's only still quite young, but he's definitely he's definitely got a, uh, a league winners medal. They, the club he plays for now in the second tier, I think, but he, he's definitely played at the top level. Mm. So this is like the equivalent of if you can think of a Premier League player who's won the league and then gone into the championship. Sean Wright Phillips. There you go. He's like he's the Sean Wright Phillips. So basically, <laughs> Sean, like Wright like Sean Wright Phillips, Phillips was on uh, X Factor yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So what's going to happen if he goes all the way through and, and has to do a tour and everything like that? Well, they, they, yeah, that, wait and see. Yeah. Wait and see. Well, his quote was like, I play football during the week and I um, I sing during the weekends. It's yeah. like... He, well, said, he said, how does that work? <laughs> he, said, he said, I'm like Bruce Wayne. I'm like, mm-hmm. I do play football on the weekends as well. <laughs> let, it, let it happen, Pete. <laughs> let it happen. Now it's time for Pete's game. It is time for Pete's game. Let's get on it. This game comes from uh, Simon Lewis through the Niels Laidholm. Yeah, okay. okay. I'm, um, I'm uh, on a hat trick on this, so it's big, big, uh, big okay. one for me. This. Yeah, right, well, thank you, um, Simon Lewis, for these clues. Does that mean like if we get the answer, we whisper it to you like a penalty sort of scenario? Hat trick. Yeah, I'm on a hat trick. <laughs> no, don't do that. I'll okay. get it anyway. Okay. <laughs> I was born on the 24th of March 1963 in Oldenzaal in the Netherlands. Stop. Winston Bohada. No. Stop. Frank de Boer. No. Jim. Stop Ronald De Boer. No. Yeah, I was pleased you said that. <laughs> I have two Premier League winners medals, an FA Cup winners medal, and a Champions League winners Stop. medal. Stop. Mark Overmars. No, and an Air... I, oh, how do you say the um, Dutch division? Air Divisie. Air Divisie, yeah. Air uh, winners medal as well. Wow, OK. And he's now 50. He's born in 63. <clears throat> OK. 
I made my Premier League debut against Aston Villa in 1996. Stop. Is it Dennis Bergkamp? No. <laughs> yeah, that, he's not that old. No, of course he isn't. I later joined West Ham United but made no, no Stop. appearances. Is it it's hat-trick? Marco Boogers? No. Oh, Marco Boogers, Boogers did Stop. not win the Premier League. <laughs> I love Stop. it, he did. Brian Penis? No. <laughs> He's done. wrong with you. He's done. wrong with you. He's Dutch, oh, everyone. Uh, I retired... <laughs> Make sure we do in one week. <laughs> I retired from football, age 44, uh, for AGOVV, who I believe are in, uh, in Holland, uh, scoring uh, my only career goal in the process. All oh, right. Stop. Not Yap Stan. No. Yap Again, he's, he's not that old, 50. is he? And he scored a goal. <laughs> Could sure. be 50. Stop. Clive Mendonca. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was part of Roy Keane's setup at Sunderland. Oh, shiver me timbers. <laughs> Stop. Um, what? No, no, I was going to say Van Bronckhorst, but of course not. Uh, I'm now at Vitesse in my home nation as a goalkeeping coach, including a spell under Albert Oh, stop. Ed De Hoy. It is, isn't it? He's no. got the hat-trick. Oh! oh! No. Damn. Uh, whilst I couldn't displace Peter Schmeichel, I did manage to keep Mark Bosnich, Masao Taibi and Andy Gorman. Oh, oh stop. Running around the hell. hell. I had that. That's me. No. I really can't. No, I can't, I can't tell either. I can't they, tell that one. The listeners are going to have to get back to us on that oh. one because... I'm not listening to it again. <laughs> I'm not sure. Wow, that was excellent. But, ooh, ooh. Can we have a podcast technology. Simon Lewis. <laughs> I can't believe I ever got that earlier. Hey, what does your, your watch say? Does it what? say Luke or Mark? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those gaming watches. It's like, um, email in. Email yeah. in. Yeah, let us know. Uh, uh, speaking of which, have we got any correspondence quick? Um, you got any emails or anything? Jim, well, you've got one in front of you. Read it, Jim, you okay. silly fox. Okay, um, thank- thanks. <laughs> I need help deciphering a dream. Last night I had a dream where Joe Kinnear was singing Ronnie James Dio's Holy Diver in the centre circle during halftime at Stamford Bridge. He did the whole thing and then I woke up. I've been distressed ever since. Help, Richard Williams. <laughs> Richard so Williams. if anyone's got any advice. <laughs> is that, that's not the Guardian writer, Richard Williams, is it? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> from you his, mean from his photo, he looks like sleep deprived. Richard, if that is you from the Guardian, the Guardian do do a podcast as well. It's not as good, yeah. but it might be more up Did your you mean street. to press send, Richard? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he dream wrote it. Yeah, he could have done. Could have still been, could have still been asleep. A when dream within a dream. Yeah. Meta. Yeah. Do you think other any other sort of broadcasting <laughs> sort of media get that sort of email? I've no idea. I, don't think they do. I hope not. I, I hope do. not. Shall um, I do um, the Twitter, Twitter and Facebook question? Go on, old yeah. sport. All right then. Uh, the question this week was: What do you think AVB and Jose Mourinho discussed after the Spurs Chelsea game at the weekend? Mm. Probably wine. Wow, that could be your answer in a minute if you want. The continuing absence of the Dean Windus Hall of Fame must have been <laughs> That's from Alex Turner. I don't think it's the Alex Turner. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but if it is, good. Mm. Excellent. Um, Why'd you get rid of the Dean Windus Hall of Fame? Is that, is that that's your how he sings now. Impression? That's, that's yeah. how he sings now. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you only come when you Let Luke finish. <laughs> that sounded like uh, Cartman. Southport. <laughs> Um, seriously, Ben Aspo says they were talking about getting the old band back together. Smirting, <laughs> <laughs> Kesman, Veron, Del Horno. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Del Horno. Um, now, if you didn't know this just from the tweet, uh, his name is Guna John. Guna John. They were talking about themselves to themselves in their mirrors, separately, naked, whilst taking photos of themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm, strong. Bit, uh, bit snidey. Uh, Robert Dinsey on the Facebook suggests they probably discussed how lucky they are to have their jobs when Big Sam can win the double with both those sides every season, no problem. Yeah, managing both clubs. 
Uh, Mike Franklin um, says, whatever it is, it was post-coital. The sexual tension between those two is palpable. Mm. Like Alan Bates and Ollie Reed in Women in Love. <laughs> and Graham Ford on the Twitter finishes up by saying, probably discussed with Hernando's as a genuine and fair representation of Portuguese cuisine. Yeah. I don't think it is. I would hope it is. It's magnificent. It's not. And I'm not just saying that because I really want a Nando's black card if anyone's listening. (laughs) I'm sure we'd all love one. I don't think they dish them out anymore, mate. I think they stop now. Literally, David Beckham and upwards. They're the ones who get them. Mm. What are you saying? I say you're not David Beckham, Jim. That's fair enough. Uh, I reckon they were discussing football. That's the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, If you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and uh, the Twitter is at footballramble and of course the website is thefootballramble.com. Jim? Yeah, I've got some announcements. Um, Interesting enough, I've got an announcement concerning the Dean Wendhouse Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Uh, For all the people on the Facebook group that have been saying they want it to come back and, well, uh, the announcement is it's still not coming back. Um, Oh, Jim. So there you go. Another announcement. It's rude. I'm not sure if Sean Wright Phillips did win the Premier League and like so... Don't tweet me if you didn't. <laughs> it's fine. I might have made a mistake. Can I counter that by saying if he didn't, please do tweet him. Okay. <laughs> don't tweet him more, if any. Well, tweet is, Luke, but well, this is Jim. backfired. Yes. Said anything. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave, leave us all alone. Um, tweet yeah. me if you want, because I like the attention. Yeah, he, he loves Jim, it. Though, Actually, tweet, tweet Luke, Luke. He prefers it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, last one. If you want to come see my show, uh, the one I did in Edinburgh, in London, it's on at the 8th and 9th um, of October at the Pleasance uh, in Islington. So go to pleasance.co.uk if you want to see my show at £7. But if you also want to see Jay Foreman's brilliant show, No More Colours, that's £10 of both tickets. So come along. I enjoyed your show when I was in Edinburgh. Yeah. I saw it in, in Jim's Potter cabin slash yep. venue. <laughs> I didn't go. No. No, um, I protested as well, Luke, mm. at the content of it. <laughs> <laughs> we were like uh, when Jerry Springer, the opera happened. <laughs> um, Absolute Radio is, of course, uh, providing studios for the Football Ramble this season, and uh, they are going to be um, broadcasting Cardiff versus Newcastle in the Barclays Premier League on Rock and Roll Football from three o'clock. That's a lovely hand gesture you're doing, uh, Miller. <laughs> no, you're welcome. <laughs> free of charge. That's mm. enough. Uh, say goodbye, Pete. Bye-bye. Say goodbye, Luke. Bye. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Goodbye goodbye from me, dears. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.